0: Good morning, church. Uh, For those who don't know us, I'm Ben, and this is my wife, Kylie. We have been up here before, and we have given our own personal testimonies, but this morning we will be delivering our testimony as husband and wife. But before we start, I would encourage you all to take your own time and look into the depth of what God has done in your own life. Doing this testimony opened up a lot. And stepping back and looking at the bigger picture of what happened, we can clearly see God's pieces to his puzzle come together. And unfortunately, we cannot fit in the complete journey he took us through. But we have three main parts that changed our lives forever.
1: It all began in a little old township called Greymouth, where neither of us lived. I was at the local pub with my parents, and Ben was there with his friends due to a hunting trip. Out of nowhere, conversation began with him and my mum about the cross tattooed on his arm. And from there, conversation flew. We exchanged numbers, obviously with him and me, not him and my mum.
0: As Kylie had mentioned, we had met in a township. But the reality was that Kylie lived in the bottom of New Zealand, a place called Invercargill. And I lived seven hours up north in Christchurch. We had a lot of things in common. We both wanted kids, marriage, we never believed in cheating or having a break in a relationship, and most importantly a partner who had the same faith. So we agreed to try a long distance relationship and to both stay faithful. A few months had gone by with the odd flight here and there and maxed out phone bills. And to our surprise, God had opened up an opportunity for Kylie to move over to Christchurch. Everything started happening so fast.
1: Within six months, we were engaged, and preparing for our wedding had become very difficult. With the reasons being, we had very different family morals, as well as overwhelming family views. And to throw in the mix, just one time, and only first time, I had fallen pregnant. We got married at the ages of only 21 and 22. We started off young, and people did question if we would have last. But to be honest, a lot of people didn't realise that Ben and I had desired to be married young and to be parents.
0: During our first year of marriage, God had blessed us in so many ways. We could see his hand upon our marriage and the work that he was doing. We were soon to realise that his smallest blessings were about to unfold to be his biggest. Being so young, it was hard to find a decent property to rent. And after searching, God led us to a brand new home, which the owners of the house were a Christian couple. But not only that, we found out that they attended the same church as us, but at a different service time. After moving in, we found out that our Centrelink rent allowance had changed because we lived on the different side of the street. This meant that we could no longer afford to stay. We put up a case against the government and to find out that our neighbours have already tried this also and they got rejected.
1: Being honest to our landlords, we told them our situation and they had mentioned to us that they were praying for new youth leaders and had made an offer to drop our rent for us taking over that role. A few months had passed and we were still struggling. We had to be realistic and decided to move. Now, that same week we were about to move out, out of nowhere we had received the news that we had won our case against the government. They had changed their zone laws and we were reimbursed for the last few months. God had been fighting for us in the background. He knew we needed this home for was what Yet to come.
0: In 2010, on the 4th of September, at 4.35am, 10 Ks from where we lived, we were brutally woken up by an earthquake of a magnitude 7.1, which lasted for 40 seconds. I remember jumping out of the, out of the bed, screaming, Earthquake! Get under the door! As I ran down the hallway to grab Connor. Our power had blew and we were in complete darkness. Making my way back to Kylie, the ground was violently shaking. The feeling was like walking on a boat in rough seas. Getting under the doorframe, Kylie held on to Connor. And I held on to both of them as we were getting thrown around like rag dolls. For four hours we were under that door frame. Every time we thought it was over we would start to move but to be thrown back with continuous aftershocks ranging from magnitude 5 to 7.
1: My first reaction was to ring my mum because I didn't know if we were going to survive. It was just so brutal and so frightening. We were literally banging our heads from side to side. After four hours of shaking, it finally started to settle. And as the light came shining through the windows, we were able to see the damage that had happened. It looked like our house had been flipped upside down to the point even our oven had came out of the wall. But that being said, the house that God had provided for us had no damage at all.
0: Now, two years had gone by, and we were expecting. <laughs> we are expecting Yay. what we call. A miracle child. <laughs> After seeing our three month scan, everything seemed as it should. <sighs> and at our six month scan, we were going in with excitement to find out the gender. With the sonographer doing her routine, I knew that what I was looking for. And as I leaned to Kylie, I whispered, a boy. But unfortunately, we could tell that something else was not right. The lady was more focused on his kidneys. Her facial expression said it all. As we asked what was wrong, she responded with, I'm just going to get another opinion. She then received the news that his right kidney hasn't moved and it was supposed to be up uh, and it was supposed to and, was, and was stuck in his pelvis. We were told not to be worried and they just have to monitor it to make sure that the kidney wouldn't fail. From there, it meant we would have to get regular scans done.
1: We then went in for our third scan for her to check on the kidney and to find out not one but there had been two growths that out of nowhere had appeared on his heart. This changed everything. Nobody could give us any answers to what these growths were or what the outcome would have been. So on top of keeping an eye on his kidney they now had to closely watch and monitor his heart, as a serious as serious conditions could have happened, and they were worried that the growth would enlarge and cause more serious damage to his heart. At this time, God had blessed us with an amazing church family who supported us and kept us in prayer. We walked in faith and kept in prayer. This was a very challenging and emotional time for us and our families. The song that is now playing was written from Ben's brother Luke for him, called Create in a Miracle. On the 31st of May, 2013, I went into labor. It was a scary time as we didn't know what to expect. And praise God, everything went smoothly. During the final minutes of labor, Four specialists came in ready to check on Cruden as he was born because as we've explained no one knew the outcome. So when he arrived we didn't even get to hold him, see him, they just took him right away. Mine and Ben's eyes just filled with tears as we waited. For the first two nights, they kept an Cruden and I in hospital as they monitored his heart at one stage even every single hour. We were given the clear to go home until the heart specialist could come down from Auckland. She had to give Cruden a two-hour ultrasound to find out what was wrong with his heart. With this, Within two weeks later, we went into the ultrasound. As I waited, as as we waited anxiously for answers while she was doing her scan. Again, not realising that God had been working in the background and had done a miracle. We were given the wonderful news that the growth had disappeared and he was in the clear she was totally dumbfounded and she had no answers for it herself but we knew the answer it was our god who had healed him
0: now during our marriage kylie's heart was focused on moving to australia but i wasn't fond of the idea as my heart was on my family We did discuss about the idea as well as prayed for it. Over the course of three years we came over to Australia to see Kylie's parents who now lived here. And we could see the benefits of moving to this beautiful country. God was slowly changing my heart but back in New Zealand I could see my wife hurting behind closed doors. And without her knowing I would listen to her weeping at night. Deep down I knew that I had to give her as much as she had given me. So I cried out to God to change my heart and if it was of his will to make it happen. And just like that my cry was answered. God's timing is always perfect. Every door had started closing. The things that gave us security has now started falling away. Our church had split up. Kylie's part-time job was being made redundant. My job got sold over to another company and because of all the earthquake, rental properties were impossible to afford. Our own family and friends were all changing. God had closed it all. And for the first time, God had fully changed my heart to move. I came home from work and said, let's do it. And within two weeks, we sold every position that we had. God's timing is always perfect. Not only did he shut every door in New Zealand, but he has opened every single door here in Australia. He has blessed us with three beautiful boys, a strong 10-year marriage, a church that stands firm on the word of God, and so much more.
2: Yeah. We'll continue to pray. This is an amazing testimony, and I believe—I believe some of you young couples here have just moved over from New Zealand to here. And I believe in my heart, you know, these guys speak to your hearts as well. And to you know, to to see beautiful young couples like this in our church, uh, your testimony is so touching, Ben and and Carly, and um, to withstand an earthquake. Uh, for four hours? Four hours, mm. yeah. And you had um, uh, Connor already? Yeah. Well, where yeah, Con- was Connor? Connor was time? the age of one. So. And he
0: was down the hallway um, asleep in, yeah. his, Con. in his cot. He
1: wasn't even one, yeah. It's just little. So I was holding Connor, and Ben was trying to hold his arms and keep us in the door frame.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't even know that um, my boy couldn't, that what, what happened to him? Mm. I'm so sorry about that. And praise the Lord for his healing. And uh, yeah. you're such a lovely young couple. And uh, we are blessed as a church to have you. I will continue that. Um, your ministry, you know, in this church in many ways. And uh, so you're happy here in Australia? Yes. Absolutely. You're not going back to New Zealand? No. Could never go back. Yeah. <laughs> praise the Lord. Um, let's pray again. Lord, we cannot thank you enough for the miracles that you have done in our lives. Not only saving this couple from the darkness of the spiritual life but also saving their lives in christ's church to bring them here and to give them hope and a future your word says that in in the book of jeremiah for i know the plans i have for you plans to give you hope and a future that when you cry to me i will listen to you and lord may you guide and lead this young couple and all the young couples of the church may their hearts be encouraged by this amazing testimony, and that we continue to love you and worship your name. And everybody says? Amen. Amen.